isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. But this <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Avengers Infinity War spoiler cast right here on Blah Blah Podcast. We are going to go through the whole uh, Avengers Infinity War movie and spoil the hell out of it. So if you haven't seen it or you just don't care, you have been warned that this entire episode will be filled with spoilers for the new Avengers movie. I am Jason Green and with me as always is Sean Smith. I'm going to use the time stone to go back a week uh, a week ahead of time so this is a relevant review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. All we're with us today is... Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Jason's using the power stone on his voice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't understand why my mic does this. It's It's not moved at all. I'm not... Like touching it, and it just maybe you should be touching it. Maybe you're moving, and it's depending on which area of the microphone's picking up your voice. No, it sounds like it's being disconnected every so often. Uh, No, like I'm nowhere near where it's connected at all. So uh, whatever. Uh, Hopefully, it doesn't do that again. Anyway, also with us today is Mike Dowling. Hello there. Hi. Also with us today is Dan Katz. Give me all your friends' email addresses, and I'll help them out with this movie. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like no, everyone's seen the... it by now, though. Uh, there's still a couple people. Is there? Uh, surprisingly, uh, second weekend at the box office, not not very strong. Uh, it came in under projections. Uh, it had probably because everyone's upset. It had a, a 57 percent <laughs> drop at the box office. I do feel like this is one that only like hardcore people are gonna want to see more than once. I did. Be- I did too, but I wanted to see an IMAX, so of course I I paid for that. But no, my movie pass app is really depressing now, where it's just blocked out. Like seeing this, seeing this, seeing yep. like I can't see anything. <laughs> Good thing I didn't. I don't want to see. I feel pretty. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Tully is the one. That Mike, you can always go see Overboard. Oh God! Yeah, I didn't even know what I that know. was, and then a commercial for it played on a YouTube video, and I was like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. Wait, what is that? That movie with Cheyenne Woodley. No. no, that's a drift. No, this is the oh. remake of the Kurt Russell movie. Oh. With Anna okay. Ferris. No, not ringing any bells. Sorry. <laughs> I know, the I know who those people popped, are, though. The only, the only thing popped up on the app that I have any interest in seeing now, and I'd probably be, I would be going in completely blind other than just knowing that David Tennant is in it, is Bad Samaritan. Yeah, it looks interesting. I'm, I'm thinking Tully's the only one on my app that I'm... All right, let's get this uh, spoiler cast kicked off. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, everybody. Let's uh, go around the table, say what we thought of it. I'll start, and then whoever next, whoever wants to jump in, can do it. I thought this movie was fucking awesome. I loved it. It was an event comic book come to life. I saw it twice. Thank you, Movie Pass. Uh, Mm -hmm. The second time around, I actually noticed some little teeny minor inconsistencies. I don't even know what to call them. They're not continuity errors, but tiny mistakes I'll go into a little later that maybe I'm just wrong about. You guys can explain to me. But other than that, I loved it. I thought the biggest achievement was how well-balanced everything was with a movie with this many characters. It it played out really, really well. Thanos is amazing. I love the movie. Who wants to go next? Speaking of balance, that was kind of the whole point of the movie, right? Oh, my God. He just blew my mind. <laughs> And I wear New Balance, so it's... The movie is perfectly <laughs> balanced. 
Um, for me, this because knowing that we have another movie, this actually felt like the first six issues of a really solid twelve issue miniseries, like equating it to like comic books. Like, I knew mm-hmm. going in that they had to have this ending. The oh yeah, like there there was no way they couldn't not have Thanos win. But uh, I loved how this actually was. They were they were telling everyone for like months that this was Thanos's movie, and I guess maybe people didn't expect it to actually be true but he's basically the main character of the movie and all the other characters that are important in the movie are the ones that get the most shine off of a scene with thanos and then captain america shows up for a scene yeah well i think (laughs) his his movie's next the next one i would assume but uh, i think it was it was really solid um definitely not my favorite marvel movie still i think it's still gonna be winter soldier i don't know i just have attachments to that one but uh it's definitely in the top five. I don't know my number right now, but is it behind uh, Deadpool? And uh, the Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. Those are some great MCU <laughs> pictures. Uh, um, I guess uh, I'll. I guess I'll go. Oh god. <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's it's interesting because it's not like a, it's not your prototypical movie where there's no exposition. It just goes right into everything. It kind of feels like this is the second act of a movie. Um, well, the first act is all of the it's other all eighteen, 18 movies. movies. It's all ten years scene. prior. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you have this one. And I'm assuming the next one will be the third act of the movie. Um, uh, pretty strong throughout. Uh, you know, good performances. All the Guardian stuff was great, as always. Um, Thanos was great. Um, and uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it until we get into the specifics of things so okay yeah mike yeah uh, i'm of a a similar ilk uh i really rather enjoyed it um i also saw it two times um i appreciated them not uh trying to do more character development on characters we've already seen so many times uh no one had a surprise family popping up out anywhere (laughs) It well, was me, Austin. Uh, Pepper wanted to have one. No, Tony. Did. I think we had a surprise family disappearing into Ash off screen, but I'm going to get into that later. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, I liked that. I, I, I think I would have liked if the Black Order had a little more, uh, like, because it was Thanos' movie. I felt like it should have been his sides movie. Like maybe even had a scene or two of just the Black Order interacting. Mm-hmm. Um, and really like cemented, and really, and really cemented, uh, you know, Thanos' side as the main characters of the movie. Unfortunately, but, they had to nerf all of them, including Thanos. Mm-hmm. But most specifically, all the Black Order are so nerfed from their comic book like counterparts. Well, they're kind of cannon fodder in this. It's basically yeah. they're in there so that the Avengers can actually defeat somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're 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 not even named. Yeah, <laughs> I think Maul is the only. The, the, the yeah, closest you get. Maul's Maul. dead. Yeah, yeah, that's the closest you get. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, my my favorite is still Winter Soldier as well. Um, but this is this is up there. This is enjoyable. I mean, it, it kind of has to be for people. Uh, doesn't have to be for uh, in, in, the most enjoyable for people, but rather you have to have been like a hardcore fan to actually enjoy this movie. I think. Sort of like you were mentioning earlier, Jason. I guess before we were recording, like, who's that? Who's this? Who's that? Like, if you're if you're not already in the mm-hmm. know, like the lady next to, to me, to sound to sound a little gatekeepy, keepery, but uh, you know, if you don't already know these characters, you are gonna be so lost and probably not like this movie. 
especially if you just saw Avengers 1 and 2. Yeah. Like, you'd still be just as lost. Because you kind of have to see Civil War. Otherwise, like, yeah. the, the, the Tony and, and, and Cap thing makes no sense. Why does he have mm-hmm. a cell phone? Right? Why don't they talk to My him? My mom never got to see Black Panther before we went, so... She knew Black Panther from Civil War. Well, good thing he's barely in it. But <laughs> I, I, like, I was like, okay, you need to know M'Baku, you need to know Shuri, and you need to know Okoye. Otherwise, you're good. Mm. Also, I watched the second trailer like a ton of times leading up to this movie. And I noticed there's a lot of scenes in the trailer that weren't in the movie. Like yeah. the scene of Black Widow and Captain America, like they're in those hover cars next to each other. There's that really oh, like creepy the, voice. The, the hover cars from Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's that really creepy voice that goes like, the end is near. And I thought maybe... You think that was Thanos? There was a whole Thanos voiceover in one of the trailers where he's like, when balancing the universe, one rarely considers fun. And that wasn't in the movie either. That was his opening... Wasn't that his opening line? No, his opening line was with Destiny. No, he he didn't use that. That line wasn't in the movie at all. Just like uh, they used some CG to cleverly change some stuff, like in the trailer when Captain is holding back Thanos' gauntlet. In the trailer, oh, yeah, he only yeah. has two gems, and by that point in the movie, he has five. So I guess it's a little more impressive. Than yeah, that. and uh, Hulk, they took Hulk out. Yeah. Actually, that scene's not even no, in the movie. That whole yeah. scene isn't in the that, movie. That's yeah. a whole misdirection just so we think that we're going to get a Hulk scene. Mm-hmm. And Hulk is having performance issues, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one thing I wanted to touch on was with Hulk. Uh, I understand that, okay, the Hulk has a mentality of a two-year-old. And he was throwing a temper tantrum because Thanos kicks his ass in the beginning of the movie. He fucking Dude, look at Thanos, Thanos actually doesn't use the gauntlet either. He just beats yeah. the shit out of him. He, Thanos is a fucking world heavyweight boxer. Like he was throwing throwing down some punches. Hey, he's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, <laughs> he was like when Brock Lesnar punches uh, Braun Strowman. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he, Thanos lays out Hulk in the beginning of the movie, and the whole rest of the movie, Hulk does not show up because he's afraid. And that got me to think like. I don't really did, did that feel like it was in character to you only because Hulk's been beaten before. He was beaten by the iron uh the Hulkbuster machine in Avengers 2 and then he still showed up. So Well, my big I don't thing know. was is in Ragnarok he's talking about how he's not sure if if he brings Hulk out one, uh, any more times that he'll be able to turn back. And in this one it's just like he gets his ass beat and then immediately turns back. Well, here's the thing there's <laughs> In every single one of these big team of movies or Avengers movies, there's always something that doesn't match up with where the last character, like Iron Man three, doesn't ever yeah. doesn't ever follow it because he's he's done, but then he's not. And, yeah, right away. <laughs> yeah, and then like Black Panther, of course, unfortunately they were filming that and this basically at the same time, but this takes place two years after Black Panther according to timelines. And also, we found out that Spider-Man has the wrong number of years on the title card. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be yeah, six. Yeah, they even said that in an interview. It's supposed to be six, but they haven't changed it. So yeah, that's, that's what I said the whole time. It's just it was a screw up that they didn't want to admit to. <laughs> yeah. Just like the Doctor Strange one, it's a yeah. screw up they didn't want to admit to. But uh, like um, you know, the thing with with Hulk, you know, thinking he's not going to be able to turn back the banner that that carried over, and then uh, even with the Guardians, like Gamora and Star Lord were definitely not at the point where they'd be saying I love you to each other um, by the end well, of... Well, this is this is a few years after Guardians yeah, 2, so you, I, could, you I, could assume. I get, but, like, that's the first time it happened. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like there should have been, mm. an, an, like, James Gunn didn't want that to happen in his movies. I feel like that's something that they they, they, they kind of add in. Of course, that goes into more them. stuff for the movies because it does impact the movie pretty significantly but like i said mm-hmm. wakanda's two years later 
their policies don't seem to have changed too much, even though T'Challa's like, oh, we're gonna, that barrier. we're gonna open the country up yeah. to everybody. <laughs> so, well, you know, it, sometimes it takes a while for policies to go into place. Yeah, tax plan don't go into yeah, the tax plan don't go into place till next year. So yeah. yeah, they keep raising the money on my MTA card every year, and all we get is Wi-Fi, and it still doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I wonder how the Wi-Fi is in Wakanda. It's probably great. Anyway, let's talk about what we thought worked for this movie. So as I mentioned earlier, I thought it was a great balancing act of everyone. I didn't. I no no hero had too much time. No hero had, actually. I guess I could say some heroes I'd like to see more, like Captain America. But this is definitely a part one, so I'm sure he'll be in it more in the next movie. But anyway, I, everyone had their own moment to shine, which was great. It was great nerding out moment, and uh, the stealer of the whole show was. Hands down, Josh Brolin as Thanos. You mean James Brolin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he uh, he he did a really good job. Uh, for the most part, the motion capture looked good. CG looked good. The only times that was a little uh, wonky was in uh, his throne room when he was sitting down. Any any like movement that was kind of um, weird for the environment. You could kind of tell that it was a CG character, but otherwise it was it was pretty consistent. Like when they had him crying, yeah. it actually didn't look terrible. Yeah, and, and water is not yeah. easy, uh, especially on the the one thing of uh, Thanos that looked weird to me was uh, the flashback scene on Gamora's planet when he's in the full armor. He stood out a little there for me. So, uh, yeah, just a little, a little, 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 little too shiny. Not as okay. He wasn't as good looking as Steppenwolf. That was a gold standard, but Thanos That's came true. in pretty close. Yeah. Are you saying you want to bang Steppenwolf? Yeah. I like to go. In a... dun, dun, dun. The part where Thanos magic started singing magic rhymes. <laughs> now, do you guys think that Thanos just has really, really bad OCD? That's why he wants everything balanced? No. Well, no, they explain it in the movie that he... I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a bad that joke. He saw his planet get decimated from overpopulation, and that's what, what spurned on his... Uh... Mm-hmm. Desire. They just kept banging. Well, a lot of people online were like, oh, well, why didn't he just, like, create more food with the gauntlet or just, you yeah, know, I, make people infertile? It's like, well, he's a crazy person. Like, yeah. it's not, <laughs> it well, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, and I, I think that they're they're trying to limit, like, as much as the Infinity Stones are supposed to be all-powerful. Well, they nerfed uh, I think the they're hell out of them. Yeah, yeah, but they, they're, they're still, like, even he said that the universe is finite. Like, they, the, okay, the Infinity Stones can do anything with in the confines of the universe, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. almost, yeah, almost like, because it, it, it sort of felt like almost like, that's yeah, like but it's almost like, uh, like it's almost like a Full Metal Alchemist. Like there, there's still like a equal and opposite reaction. Like you have to use something for, like, like mm-hmm. you're transmuting shit is what he's doing with these stones. Yeah, like I, I started thinking the same thing about how his gauntlet was pretty much nerfed, like. At the end, when he's walking towards Vision, why didn't he just turn all of them into spaghetti, like he did uh, earlier with the Guardians with the Reality Stone? So it was I mean, he could like that. He could have he could have froze time just like in Doctor Strange and just walked up to him and plucked it out. That's well, a good point. He too. was actually using the gauntlet to walk through what Scarlet Witch was shooting at him, and I don't know if you know, like whenever he's got his fist closed. That's usually when he's using one of the stones. And I'm pretty sure he was using it to do other things too, like when he was uh, manipulating the ground and you know all yeah. that shit. But basically, what what this movie showed is that uh, 
Scarlet Witch probably is the most powerful Avenger. Not anymore. Yeah, well, for now. <laughs> but, because uh, I was happy that they did that, but uh, I think they did a good job in giving reasons for certain characters to be nerfed in this movie, because if we think about Vision, like... He did nothing. That was yeah. one of my that was one of my big complaints about the movie is that you've had they've pretty much had two two to three movies to build up this relationship between Vision and and Scarlet Witch, and it doesn't feel genuine at all. Like we're supposed to. I don't think at they least, have. It, it, at least Star Lord and Gamora feels like it's possible. It just doesn't feel like that it's gotten that point yet. But, it's, but, but it could have. Yeah, but Scarlet Witch you know. and Vision, it's just like. We, we last time we saw them, he was just like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'll knock next time." And now they're full no, on banging. No, last time we saw them, she fucking put him in a hole in the ground, and then she... yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, as, in terms of their relationship, yeah. like they weren't there yet, no. and now they're like, "Oh, let's let's have babies." Like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I just I just don't think uh, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen have good chemistry together either. I mean, like you said, we, they didn't have that many scenes together. You know, just to to show off their romantic subplot, but like every time that they were trying to be romantic with each other, I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I mean, it would be more plausible if uh, the the fake skin that he was wearing was actually Quicksilver. <laughs> Ew! I mean, that's really <laughs> what she. See that coming? <laughs> you know, uh, this is the ultimate me. universe. <laughs> the the scene where um, uh, they're fighting in Scotland. Uh, like I was thinking a few things like, well, where is everybody? There was no pedestrians on the street. And that was the only scene in the whole movie where I thought the CGI was really bad. I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on. I will say I thought the because I, I was critical of the action in Civil War. I thought it was just way too many too many quick cuts and too many close ups on everything at different angles. This one felt like a good middle ground in between that and say, you know, wide open action scenes. Yeah, I feel like they uh learned a little bit from the John yeah. Wick guys that they worked with on Civil War mm-hmm. because there's some scenes in Civil War that are just awful and then other scenes that are really well shot and I think mm-hmm. it's probably the ones that the Russos handed off. Yeah. Well, uh, clearly there's a new middle ground now because in uh, Winter Soldier, the text was huge. Mm-hmm. In uh, Civil War, the text was real tiny. Yeah. Now, in this it's one, the text sized. is medium-sized. <laughs> um what else i loved seeing thor in his ultimate costume which i guess we're not in the ultimate universe but we technically are because ultimate thor has a hammer axe and he has stormbreaker that that, it's not stormbreaker it's still mjolnir but it's it's just a hammer axe for some reason but uh stormbreaker is actually beta ray bill's hammer we're not going to get into that because obviously they don't give a shit about beta ray bill but uh that costume, like, with the glowing power harness and everything that he shows up, like, that's such a badass look. Yes, but to I get there. I love that scene at the end. Where he comes in and saves the day. Yeah. Yeah, but... I, I would mean... have loved for us to have gotten the Led Zeppelin needle drop right there. I think that <laughs> no, would No, they should have had a Roman Reigns theme song. Because <laughs> like, got dog. since we got a Guardians needle drop, I was, pre- I was like, maybe we'll get a Thor needle drop. No. That whole scene, that was another detractor I had from the movie. That that entire scene and sequence with Peter Dinklage. Oh, the entire that thing of was Neville just Deer. like it was so laughable. See, that's a little weird to me because that's supposed to be a planet, not just like a space station where they make weapons. Like it's supposed to be another one of the nine realms. It's not just a forge. So that's kind yeah. of a little weird to me. But but like you have Peter Dinklage, you make him ginormous. 
And you give him <laughs> a weird was, voice. That was one wish. He's just yeah. like, oh, start the thing so we can heat the metal. It's like... He's using his Game of Thrones accent. It was worse than his Game of Thrones accent. No, he was trying to sound like not Tyrion, basically. He was trying to sound yeah. like he was a humongous, uh, um, like, ancient person. And it did, didn't... He, he, he was trying to add vocal effects by himself, not using a computer. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I uh, will say, though, I think Thor is probably my favorite MCU character right now. Like, of he course, really Thor, Thor the Dark me. World. No, well, that that's the whole reason why I love him. My cousin no. and I were both talking about this. It's like Thor has probably become my favorite film Avenger just because mm-hmm. of Ragnarok in this movie. Yeah, but then in I, all the Avengers movies, he's treated like a like I know. he gets the worst parts of each Avengers movie. Yeah, I think they really try to nerf him though, only because he is a god. And in, and you you get you get the instances where he displays how godly he is, like in Ragnarok and like in this, because then you could start thinking like, why do they even need the Avengers if Thor is as powerful as he is? But you want to talk about someone like, overpowered in this movie? Tony Stark was a fucking god in this movie because of his new suit. Like, well, the nanotech. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, nanotech. Nanotech Thanos. makes everything possible now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like okay, like, you gotta do suit something. Just, suit just changes into everything he needs for every single situation. I'm like, okay, I guess. He he prepared again after Pepper made him stop preparing. He did it a second time. <laughs> he does. She just doesn't listen at all. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the big surprises in this movie. And I'll start off with the one surprise that literally made me gasp: the Red Skull returns. He has a cameo where uh, where so halfway through the movie, you find out that the Soul Stone, the one missing stone that nobody ever knew where it was, where I was, I thought it was going to be in Wakanda. But I was wrong. It's on some weird-ass planet called Vomir. And uh, Gamora is forced to take Thanos there. And the Red Skull is there guarding... Well, not guarding. He's kind of like the tour guide for the the Soul Stone. He's kind of like like a... Oh, God. What the hell? Uh... Uh, have you ever seen the uh, the time machine with with Guy Pierce? Dude, I oh fuck you, dude! I haven't seen that movie in so long. Where's you got going? the uh, the you got the the holographic uh, librarian who's just confined to the library for all of history. Yeah, I, I saw that movie with my mom when it came out. I I just figured he was the guy that was the bridge keeper from uh, Holy Grail. Hmm. <laughs> But uh, what did you guys think of the Red Skull returning? I thought it was great. It's like finally the age-old question of where did he get beamed off to? Because I never thought he died at the end of Captain America 1. He clearly gets beamed off into space. I thought maybe he was going to like be partners with Thanos at some point. It'd be like how Mephisto is Thanos' partner or something like that in the Infinity War go- uh, comic book. So, But this is good enough. I liked it a lot, but honestly, here's the thing. I think they planned on using Red Skull again originally. Because actually, these writers are the same writers from the first Captain America movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, McFeely and Marcus, I think. McFeely? Yeah, I don't don't (laughs) know. They've done all the Captain America movies and then this one. And I feel like they probably were going to use Red Skull again, maybe even in Winter Soldier. But then Hugo Weaving kept saying no. Hugo Weaving threw a hissy fit. They were like, fuck you. Well, okay. They got an actor from The Walking Dead this time. Yeah, but... Yeah. What I'm wondering is if this is just them giving us closure, like, oh, Red Skull's not dead, he's out there somewhere. Yeah, or if, that's what it felt like. Because I, I feel like that's probably what it is. 
but I would love it if we would be able to get another movie, Red Skull as a villain, like, well, depending say, on whoever's going to play Captain later or whatever, yeah. Bucky or Falcon, like, have Red Skull be a villain for one of their movies. I would love that. Didn't he say what happened was that the, the stone rejected him, and that's why he is forced no, to... The, the he, Tesseract he was, he was, rejected him. Yeah, and he couldn't get the Soul Stone because he had nothing to sacrifice. Mm. But then who made him the tour guide? Like, who gave him the ability to be, quote-unquote, cursed with knowledge, as he says? Maybe. Because that seems like the, the Soul Stone gives you that ability, but he was never able to get it. So I feel like I, when he got beamed to that planet, there was someone, some other entity there that gave him that job. Yeah, because better question is... Uh, better two questions. Uh, well, oh, one, fine. What one is... How did he get powers to float? And two, how the fuck did he not have anything to eat for over 70 years and still survive? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe I feel like he's since... probably supposed to have been dead at some point. I don't yeah. know, like, how or why. Maybe that was a ghost. Uh, and, and he, maybe the way he, he tried was talking... to get the soul stone by killing himself because his self is yeah. probably the only thing he loves. Maybe, and, yeah. Uh, and, 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 by, and by the way he was talking, it didn't really sound like he was necessarily evil anymore. Uh, it kind of reminded me of um, it was a, like a Justice League Unlimited episode of where Superman goes into the future and finds oh, Vandal, Vandal Savage. Savage. And at that Fucking point, he's just like, show. he's like, he's been around for so freaking long and he's had nothing to conquer that he just sort of became docile. Yeah. And he's, he just wanted a friend and he was super nice to Superman because he, he, it was the first person he's talked to in like a thousand years. Who was yeah. this? Fred Savage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When the apocalypse happens, the only person left is Fred Savage. Yeah, well, he was living his wonder years. <laughs> Re record scratch. I bet you're wondering. Randall how Savage is basically like a combination of Rachel Ghoul and Craven the Hunter. Oh, okay. That's so true. I've never, I've never heard of him before. He's immortal, and I know who Fred he's, Savage. He's is. a caveman who touched a meteor and became immortal. I'm not making that up. Yeah, it's caveman. Uh, what were some other big surprises for you guys besides the Red Skull? You and can you can include deaths too. Oh, Gamora, obviously. Yeah, yeah Gamora. We'll see. I here. mean, we, I think we we all expected Loki to die. Yeah, one hundred percent. And Idris Elba uh, uh, is just laying there. Yeah, like, see, I, I wanted even, to be I, out of this franchise. I, I didn't realize like, Idris Elba was even in the movie because I didn't pay that much attention. But as soon as I realized he was on the he poster, was on the post, yeah. like, I was like, oh yeah, he's done. Yeah, he. It looked like he wasn't even there. Like they just green screened his body yeah. in there. The thing with Loki is. Sounds like Tom Hiddleston is given kind of like an exit speech, but because the next movie is probably going to deal with time travel, I feel like we're probably going to get another Loki appearance at least one last time. But yeah, uh, yeah I hope that I, I kind of hope they don't bring him back because I think his story is is should be done. See, me uh, too. I agree because at that point, Loki, he... but I think it should be because he went out trying to. And what are they going to do? Bring him back to the the point where he was about to get killed, so that Thanos? No, is... no, not to save him, but like the next movie is going to have shenanigans going like. Because there's a scene where Ant Man's in, at the Battle of New York that they shot. Yeah, there was, was about. there was uh, there there were reports of spoilers. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's future spoilers. It's, it is, but there were reports of people seeing Chris Evans in his Avengers One uniform. Yeah, yeah. so time travel is going to be involved in some capacity. Um, I really hope Loki stays dead for good because I don't want him to turn into Kenny, <laughs> and uh, that just kind of cheapens. Like he's already died two times already. It's like, buddy, just stay dead. I mean, I, I don't think I would mind if uh, they turned him into young Loki. Or female like they did Loki. In the comic. And yeah. What? Oh, Thor can bang female Loki. Loki at will. Like... It would be just like all of the porn nowadays where they're always, it's always the step-siblings. <laughs> yeah. I would love, honestly, it would be awesome if we got a Young Avengers movie that had like Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, and 
um, Hulkling so and you, Wiccan, so who's you got like, Scarlet Witch's yeah, kid, and, uh, like maybe a, maybe a Shuri, a young Loki. Yeah, well, Shuri's technically the Black Panther now. I mean, well, you yeah. think Shuri's gonna become Iron Man, like how what's her name Riri became Iron Man in the comic books? Oh, Ironheart? I don't think yeah, she yeah. would. Uh, see, I don't well, think would she, she would do ever. That? She just takes the heart-shaped herb and becomes Black Panther. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think she would ever do that. Uh, take on like uh, Tony Stark's thing because she would probably feel I, it feels derivative. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she she would want to be her own thing, and in the comics, she has become Black Panther. Oh, I didn't know point. that. That's yeah. Cool. Unless she, we, we didn't see if she evaporated or not, so hopefully she didn't. I feel like, well, most, after in most cases, Black people they didn't office, show. <laughs> she, she stayed. Yeah. Well, you could have said that about Black Panther, but that didn't happen. Well, I yeah, think well, that, that, was that, that seriously was just like them making us think that Okoye was going to disappear, and then they did it to Black Panther instead, mm. just to be like, ha-ha, I gotcha. I, I heard they may have shot all, everyone. Uh, I've heard... Specifically, I heard Tom Holland had three different endings filmed because they were worried he was going to spoil it. And he probably would have. And what's funny is there's a whole bunch of interviews of him and Benedict Cumberbatch, and he's talking, and Benedict just just cuts him off because mm-hmm. he's about to. Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah. So let's talk about the other deaths in this movie. So as 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 we mentioned at the end, Thanos snaps his fingers and kills half the universe. Now was this his? I haven't read the Infinity Gauntlet in or the Infinity War Gauntlet or the fuck was it called? Infinity the Gauntlet. The first one was called Infinity Gauntlet. The sequel was Infinity it. War. Um, the very first Infinity Gauntlet comic book, where Thanos snaps his fingers, and um, does he kill? Was that his original plan to kill half the universe, or just to kill everybody? Half. Okay, but so in in, in Gauntlet, it actually happens very early on. It's not the ending of Gauntlet. Hmm. Okay. So, um, so yeah, in in this movie, he kills half the universe, and you see ha- like a good number of the Avengers disappear, like literally fade away into ash. Like uh, Scarlet Witch, um, Black Panther goes, Spider Man goes, all of the Guardians except Rocket go uh, go. Um, and Nebula. Oh yeah, and Nebula, and uh, she's not technically uh, a Guardian. Just, yeah, she eh. called Mantis. I, I double checked. She she's the one that told Mantis to meet them on Titan. So, hmm. um. Uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon goes, um, and probably Hawkeye's family. That's the that's the rumor. So that actually, I also Deadpool, really... Deadpool faded away. Mm. Oh yeah, and, and so did the Wolverine. Yep. But then he just regenerated. Yep. All of the um, mutants faded away. Is what happened. <laughs> all the Inhumans. Would have been funny I, if I they thought, just showed. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> great. That's how they write it out. They just showed an empty wheelchair with ash in it. It's yeah. like, Oh. <laughs> And then uh, it comes time on on the TV front. They're just like, oh, well, I guess we can't get them back. Yeah. Not really spoilers for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but they actually did name drop Thanos on the last episode, which was surprising because they didn't really do a crossover or anything like that. Aren't they in space? No, that was the first part of the season. No, spoilers. I'm just saying. First part of the season, they're in space. That's it. Okay, cool. Um, Space! What else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so I thought going into this movie... That it was going to end with Thanos literally snapping his fingers, and then it would go like, and then it would just cut to credits. But they went one step further and showed everyone else, or I mean, half the people fading away. What did you guys think of that? Did that take you by surprise? Did you completely expect uh, who was going to be faded away and not? Well, obviously there were surprises. I, I would say after the, uh, the the ones in Wakanda, you kind of had a sense of who they were taking out and who they weren't taking out. Because it's kind of weird. It's like, oh, Cap's still there. 
Uh, Rhodey's still there. Uh, yeah, the original. Tasha. Yeah. I mean, uh, who, um, Hulk's still there. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah. You kind of got a sense of what they were going for. And then by the time they went to Titan, it's just like, oh, well, Tony's the only <laughs> the only <laughs> original one here. Yeah. So, and uh, Nebula, I I, Nebula is actually in the comic books the one that takes the gauntlet off of Thanos. Mm-hmm. And reverses what he did, so I don't know if that's just planting seeds or teasing the people that know from the comic books. But uh, obviously, if she is around, they're gonna use her in the next movie. Because yeah. I, I feel like they did a, a massive slate cleaning for this movie, so they could have more room to tell a better character story for the characters in the next movie. Because mm. you think about like this movie had so many characters, and they still did a pretty good job. Because they basically yeah. wiped the slate like more than half of them off the board. Yeah, and they also were able to have three separate stories going on at once, um, you know, throughout the whole thing. So that that helps too. And then Thanos. I, I would have really... loved it. I, I would have loved it if uh, Bruce Banner got dusted, but somehow the Hulk stayed behind. Oh, dude, that's that so would fucking be awesome. Because awesome. there is actually parts of the comic storyline of Hulk where he was a separate entity, like Hulk and Banner weren't yeah. the same person and, anymore. And I mean, like, the two of them talk to each other in this movie, basically. Yeah. Like, they have, it's, they've shown them to be two different well, that's creatures like a living in the thing. same vessel. Yeah. The, um... Oh, fuck, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, I think okay. that with now with Nebula and... Uh, it's only Nebula and Tony Stark on Titan now, with everyone else gone. Do you guys think that uh, gonna Nebula's yes, gonna... Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah, with her... <laughs> He's gonna just—they're gonna have like iron sex. He's gonna get into the suit and make a giant penis. But um, I think Nebula is gonna help Tony get off the planet because she came in on like a space pod, right? It's that actually one of the up. necropods from the first Guardians movie that she's. Yeah. Remember the the ships that the bad guys were flying in Guardians One? Yeah. Mm. That's what she flew off of Thanos' ship, like the so, weird, like crusty looking thing the Sakaarans <laughs> were flying around. That. Uh, but so she's probably gonna Tony's probably gonna hitch a ride with her and they'll fly back to Earth or some shit and then reconvene with everybody. Do you think when they land he'll say welcome to Earth? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I just I, I'm that, that that odd couple is a pair that I can't wait to see something happen to because Nebula is gonna hate Stark like mm-hmm. oh man. <laughs> also apparently Tony Stark has the I guess I I, I don't I wouldn't count it to, to the nanotechnology but he has the ability to just seal up all all his cuts he gets yeah. stabbed in the stomach yeah. and seals it right up was, was, Dude, that, li- that, was that like everything an adhesive that. or was he using ice like he did to freeze the freaking because he has cry- he has cryoblasts in his suit so i couldn't tell if he just like froze his cuts but or... like he was stabbed in the stomach i'm thinking there has to be internal you know him and the rock they really <laughs> yeah they keep having stored finishers <laughs> yeah um, um, I think one thing with the first person to disappear being Bucky when they already had underserved Bucky in like every single movie it was like god damn it this guy's gotta <laughs> be Captain America at this point because otherwise what the fuck has he got a nine picture deal for <laughs> but uh, the fact that the last word that he said was Steve I'm like oh great here comes all the fan fiction again mm-hmm. oh my god he's, hey, he's... did you guys notice oh was it I was just gonna say he he lo- he's looking better in this movie, so he's got like his hair all prim and proper. Yeah, and, yeah. he's a haircut. <laughs> Did you guys notice his um, arm has like gold in it now? I think it's like kind of similar to what Killmonger was wearing, kind of the gold plated shit. I yeah. mean, I, no- I noticed that it had gold in it, but I didn't really take that as a throwback or anything. It's just it's a full vibranium arm this time, so it's probably not mm-hmm. gonna get wrecked like his old one did. 
Mm. Yeah. Also, did you notice at the end when uh, it's just like a the original Avengers are all sitting there on Wakanda, just wondering what happened, and a, the camera zooms or like pans in on Cap, and he just goes, "Oh God!" And I'm thinking, like, what did he realize at that point? Did he? I guess he was in he shock re- that whole time. I think he finally just realized that half of the world's gone. Like, I think that's the point. Like, it's like we lost. Yeah. Like, sure, all these people are gone, but. The rest of the world is probably even more fucked, and we get to see that at the end where people just start disappearing out of fucking cars and planes. And yeah, I mean, either that or he left his oven on. I don't know. It could be one of the two. <laughs> it's probably the oven part, you know. Well, that's... I, I, th- I think it's just him being like, fuck, I really should have listened to Vision when he said kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. that's the one point in the movie is like when he said, we don't trade lives. I'm just like, he's not, he's a fucking robot. Like, yeah. We're, can he even make a baby? I'm not even convinced. <laughs> Did uh, yeah. did, did uh, Ultron put that ability in him? <laughs> like Ultron wanted to have kids. Well, no, too. when they had kids in the comic book, Scarlet Witch kind of just magic them into reality. Yeah, so. I, I can't oh, imagine so like Ultron doing that. Yeah. So also, when Vision oh, yeah. died and he completely desaturated, I'm like, oh shit! If Vision comes back, we're gonna get the all white Vision that doesn't remember anything and he's like a whole new character. I'm like, that would be pretty badass because if you notice when the, when the Infinity Stone got ripped out of his head, he went from being all bright and colorful to like really drab colors. And the first time Vision dies in the comic books and then gets brought back, he's all white. Great. Like, Just what we need another white character. Well, it's close <laughs> I'm going to get to Moon Knight. It's the closest I'm going to get to Moon Knight. So they said Kevin, Kevin Feige said that he wants to bring Moon Knight in. I know. That if would, he's not, hopefully it's not Netflix. Well, no, he doesn't have any control. Yeah, I would want that. Jeffrey Donovan to play Moon Knight because he's so good yeah. at doing different character voices and stuff. Cause With the mustache. Well, one of the characters has a mustache. One of the one of his alters is oh, a taxi cab great. driver with a mustache. He can take down the cartel. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's Jeffrey? Who's Jeffrey Donovan? Uh, Burn Notice. Uh, oh, you mean Blair Witch Two's Jeffrey yeah, Donovan? That Book of Shadows. Or um, uh, what's the 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 movie with Benicio del Toro? Sicario. Sicario. Yeah. 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 Sicario mm-hmm. and Soldado. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys think of Star-Lord's whole, like, cause, so they have, when when Thanos comes to Titan, they all have a plan. Spider-Man, Tony, the Guardians, the Guardians meaning Drax, Mantis, and Star-Lord, and Doctor Strange, too. Can't forget him. They all have a plan to rip the the gauntlet off of Thanos' mm-hmm. hand, which also made me think, why didn't Doctor Strange just cut it off? Because remember that scene where uh, Cole Obsidian reaches his hand through that sling ring portal, and then Wong closes it, and it cuts his hand off? Why didn't they just do that? Well, he probably thought. Well, he probably could have combated that with the stones that he had. Yeah, Yeah, but there's a whole bunch, a whole couple. Like when Thor buries the axe into his chest, I'm like, could have just chopped his arm off. Yeah, problem solved. True. Like there's a whole bunch of that stuff in this movie where it's like, you could have magic his arm off or use the shield. Mantis portals right through on the t- on the top of his head, so it's like if he's combating portals, he missed that one. Yeah. I mean, but, um, it's best not to think about that. It's best to think about oh, this plan almost worked, but then Peter had to fuck. Yeah, it up. but that's yeah. the one thing. Fucking Peter Quill screws it up, and I understand he realizes that Gamora's dead and that's crushing him. But he, I honestly think, do you, well, do you guys think that if they were able to pull the gauntlet off, that would have stop Thanos immediately or maybe Thanos had a trick up his sleeve or two I think it definitely would have helped but I think the more interesting part is whether or not Nebula was egging it on what do you mean well she was the one that she was told the, him yeah I kept saying like she didn't come Nebula back. didn't have to say shit yeah ah well now when you say egging it on it's just like what well, why see, though this what? is this comes back to the part where I feel like um this relationship between Quill and Gamora 
isn't where it needed to be for that to happen. Because sure, I know that he loved her according to this movie, and he's been in love with her for a couple movies and everything. But knowing that he's already like a guardian of the galaxy and everything, and he's saved the galaxy from, he said to make worse, like he had to kill his dad and all this other stuff. So the fact that a girl that he kissed once made him go nuts and attack Thanos, like it kind of. You also have to think though that when he would, when he t- was taken from Earth, he was like what eight years old. So he's never really grown up. He still has like the mentality of an eight-year-old. That's why when he's talking to Tony and he's like, I'm not from Earth, I'm from Missouri. Because I guess when he was taken, he didn't really know what Earth was. So maybe it has something to do with that. Like he doesn't really know what love is because he's never really grown up. Yeah, part of with that. And, and they've also been together four years, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a long time. But And then, of course, the other thing is like, just like Thor, like he explains like his mom's dead, his dad's dead. Like he doesn't have any friends. Gamora was probably like the closest person to him. So I get that. But <clears throat> Valkyrie. <clears throat> Oh yeah, she just was like him. Her and Cork are just Valkyrie, like, Cork, right. and Meek escaped on the the refugee ship, which yeah, they, they mentioned. I mean, but aren't they we friends? We don't get to see. Aren't they friends? I'm talking about oh for Thor, yeah. Yeah, I thought, but, but I was like Quill. No, he doesn't know them yet. That'd be awesome, but um, <laughs> I feel like that was going to happen no matter what because if you paid attention with Doctor Strange, he was saying you know, there's six or 14 million whatever uh-huh. outcomes and we only went in one. Everyone thinks that they're, that he was talking about the fight on Titan. But it's obvious that he wasn't because he knew that they were going to lose on Titan no matter what. So he knew that, that Peter Quill was going to do that. And the only thing that he knew is that Tony Stark had to live for them to win. And that's why he gave mm-hmm. up the Time Stone. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing of being mad at Peter is like superficial because that was part of the plan even though we didn't know it was part of the plan yeah dr strange is really the key to all he's the key to all this <laughs> he's a funnier character uh, than we've had before <laughs> <laughs> when he listens to beyonce but um <laughs> yeah no he uh he really see, he plants seeds for what will happen in the next one like he's seen the outcomes all 14 million ones didn't spoil anything for anybody either on facebook and um so that, like you said, Dan, that him giving up the time stone to um, Thanos obviously is part of his plan now. It's just like, how will that turn out, though? Yeah, like, like, what will happen next? The fact that part of his plan was that everybody has to die, including himself. Win. Including himself, yeah. I mean, he did say he would give up his life for the time stone, so that makes sense. Uh, I'm assuming that Wong is still alive. Yeah, I would think that's probably. Hope so. I, like I don't Wong. know that he'll be in the next movie, but. I don't know. I think they yeah. used him really. I like that he he was there. He fought, and then he was like, "I got to protect the sanctum." Bye. Yeah. <laughs> See. Ya. I'm like, that's Wong. That's what he does. He doesn't yeah. really go on adventures that much. Yeah. Why bother? Yeah. <laughs> um, Wong, I, I like Wong a lot. The second time I saw the movie, I will say the, because the first time I saw it, I didn't really have any emotional reaction to anything, just because I knew how fucked up the movie was gonna be. But for some reason, the second time I saw it. I got a little choked up when, when Peter Parker's like, I don't want to go. And the last that words, was, dude, the last words he, the last was, words he says are, I'm sorry. Mm. Like, this little kid is apologizing for dying because he knows it's going to fuck up Tony Stark. Like, Which reminds me of something else that I wanted to bring up. Um, so, the kid from Iron Man 3, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I hope he disintegrated. I hope he becomes Nova. That would be awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, his his dad that went for a pack of smokes and never came back actually was in space fighting. And oh, was my God. <laughs> um, 
I'm starting to get a little confused at at Spider-Man's movie references because in Oh, I knew I knew you were going to say this. Yeah, cuz in Civil War they they're referencing uh what was it? Um Empire. Empire. And he's just like, I've never heard of it. And then by home, Homecoming, he's building a Death Star out of Legos. And then in this movie, he references aliens. And but his entire plan it, oh, is no. based off of and, aliens. And he, he says he, he knows of uh, Empire in Civil War. He says, War. have he you was... ever seen that old movie, Empire? So obviously he knew yeah, of it because I mean, he knew he, how to the, go around the way the he said it. The way he said it was very casually. Like, yeah, there's this movie called Empire Strikes Back. But uh, it wasn't so much like, yeah, in Civil War, he's more of a, it feels like a diehard fan because he even has like an ATAT on his uh, bookshelf. Um, so it's sort of the way he described Empire was more like someone who isn't familiar with Star Wars. But Now, are they clearly... forcing him to be a Star Wars fan because of the Disney deal? <laughs> yeah, oh, Mickey's got a, Mickey's sure got like black. They have that property. They're using yeah. it as much as they can. And then well, when, when the Fox merger goes photo. through, then he'll be even a bigger Aliens fan. I know. Like, uh, Mickey has embarrassing photos of him at the Christmas party. Oh, no. When I saw it the first night, it was on, on Alien, Alien Day. Day yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, they mentioned Aliens on Alien yeah, Day. Yeah, and then they... Well, it's technically a ripoff of Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Technically, although it's well, not a window. Well, I was, I was but... thinking when he says, have you ever seen that old movie Aliens? And I'm thinking, in Aliens, do they blow out any of the xenomorphs into space? Because I remember that yeah. happening in Aliens. That's how they the defeat queen the queen. gets sucked out of the air. Like, oh, yeah. thank you, yeah. I mean, she so all they also do is takes blow the payloader, out. too. But, I mean, that, that's, how you, that's how you kill most of the aliens in the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, though, I don't even think it kills them. That's a whole, whole nother can of worms to get right. into. Well, but, considering so you know, how you don't think the, the first one doesn't get killed by the, the jet fuel, yeah. I mean, you know, that's a whole other thing you gotta do. Fuck James Cameron, basically. <laughs> I think out of all the Black Order people, the Maul, or Ebony Maul was my favorite. He could have been a villain in his own right for another movie. He was yeah, really well, see, cool. He, he, was, he was the only, he was one of the only ones with like a personality, it felt like. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the one didn't talk at all. Corvus Glaive, I don't know if he even said any words. He said He's, two lines. He said, ah! Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after he kept yeah, he getting said, stabbed. He said, I can't. Yeah. yeah. The only thing, like, he, after uh, Proxima Midnight says, get up, he says, I can't. Oh, and that was after Black Widow came in and, like, slashed his chest open. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he's done. Yep. But, and then Proxima Midnight gets more lines, but I was like, man, they, they, they took a really good actress and just said, nah, whatever. She wasn't going to say no. Probably got like five million bucks for ten lines. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think she's worth five million bucks. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, Fuck, Chris Evans wasn't getting that for a while. No. I, think, uh, I liked seeing The Collector for a second. That was pretty cool. Do you think, Do you think he's, he's actually dead, though? Yeah. I feel like no, because... Be. The Eternals can't really die as long as... Oh, you're right. I forgot the, he was an Eternal. The rule about them is as long as they're still doing what they do, like the Grandmaster host games, the Collector collects, as long as they continue doing yeah, what they're Yeah, but his place was do. fucked up. That was just one of his places. Like, oh. He has a massive collection all over the galaxy is the Collector's deal. Um, oh, so we had uh, Ross show up for... Yeah... Which oh, actually, which got a small uh, pop out of me, just only because I thought he was like, "We'll wrap done. him up in Civil War yeah. and then you're done." 
And this one, it's like he might actually be sticking and around for a little that, while. Now that that's the case, it's got me excited for the possibility of either Red Hulk, Red Hulk. or Thunderbolts, one or the other. How think, do you have a Red you know, Hulk in a, in a non-solo movie? I, I don't know, but think about them having like they can't make solo movies anymore. But if they make a Thunderbolts movie where he's leading the Thunderbolts as Hulk, and then the rest mm. of the people are villains that are still alive, like Zemo and Vulture and. Like all these other people that are still alive. <laughs> all three of them. Yeah, whatever. Sean, you're wrong. Sean, <laughs> Solo's coming out May 25th. Fuck you. <laughs> no, they can't make any more Solo Hulk movies because uh, Universal owns it. They would have yeah. to go through Universal to make another movie. But here, here's one thing that I was thinking about, and while the, the comic book part of me thinks that Gamora is a sure shot to come back because of how she died, she's definitely the only one confirmed to be in the soul stone because everyone else they didn't show yet. But then explain to me why she's a, a child in the stone. I don't know. But see, that's the other thing is there's five fucking avatar movies. She has to film and star Trek. Yeah. They just announced three more star so, Trek movies. What? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this is guardians two is what? 20 or three is 2020. There's, there's no there's official no date for it. No. But that's the thing is like, there's a possibility they might not bring her back. Mm-hmm. Because she can't film the fuck movies. Fuck James Cameron again. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like that would be the worst to have to have a I mean, movie I, I, ever. I, I, unless, unless the third one is like Star Trek Three: The Spot Search, Search for, for Gamora. <laughs> Search yeah. for Gamora. They're trying to track. See, once the Infinity Gauntlet is broken up, all of the Dragon Balls fly to the different parts of the universe, mm-hmm. and they got to go find. The, uh, the soul I mean, stone. that actually does happen in the comic books where the, the, the gems just get scattered and everything. Well, that's why I was thinking. I was like, so if, let's say, Gamora is not in the Guardians anymore, like, who's Peter Quill's love interest going to be? Because it ain't going to be Nebula. <laughs> Drax already has Mantis. Who, who else is there? Groot. Rocket. It'll be Groot. Can he, can that, he fuck the that? horse guy? <laughs> remember that uh, South Park episode where Mr. Slave has a hamster go up his ass? Tanya, Angela. They're, they're, they're gonna bring Angela nah. in finally. That would be that would, that would make me nerd out so hard. A Spawn yeah. character in an MCU movie, yeah. <laughs> so where do you guys think it's gonna go from here? Like I I think personally that in Ant Man and the Wasp they're gonna introduce um, the quantum realm. Well, they said they were, but I think they're gonna go to like parallel universes or use that to go back in time. Some something with either parallel universes or time travel that then's going to go over to the next Avengers. What do you guys think? I, I think it's going to be a chore to get through that movie because they're just going to have Michael Pena screaming the whole time. <laughs> hey, yo, man. Um, I believe my my theory is that because they are going to go into the quantum realm and they're definitely getting Michelle Pfeiffer out since she's even on the poster. Um, either. They're going to end this movie with a tie-in to Infinity War where half of the cast gets turned to ash. Yeah, Michael Pena's just like, hey, Mr. Scott, I'm not feeling so good. And then he just disappears. <laughs> for, for me, like, I would think the most fucked up thing they could do is take out Cassie Lang and Janet Pym like, as soon as she gets out of the quantum realm. And they just like, oh, we saved her. And then she just disappears. <laughs> but uh, because they're going to be able to shrink so small and survive, I have a feeling that's one of them or both of them will end up inside the soul stone to get hmm. people out because it's a world there but then there's also the whole time travel thing which could which ant-man is going to be involved in unfortunately spoilers but that movie's kind of just like a placeholder because it's taking place before and or during infinity war because there's no way that movie can happen after infinity war because half of the we cast, lost our, half our cast half the cast <laughs> would be gone so 
I don't really know there. I'm definitely more excited for Captain Marvel to see what they do. And that. it's 90s, too. Yeah. Somebody wants <laughs> uh, I hope that's how the movie opens up. I think it's up. early and 90s, ends. Jason. I think the song hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it can't no, be it too, takes it place be... in 98. Does it? I thought it was in, like, 94. 98 seems a little late for pagers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that Captain Marvel ends the same way Rat Race ends, where she oh goes into a Smash Mouth concert and throws money into the audience. With Mr. Bean. Oh. <laughs> but uh, the, the next movie is definitely going to be, you know, central focus on the core Avengers. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye most likely has his family disappear in front of him, and that makes Ronin. him become Ronin and be more dangerous and have nothing to live for, really. So he doesn't care anymore, because the whole point of him not wanting to fight was because of his family. And so. those broken wrists. Yeah. That too. From movie tag. He broke his wrist filming that movie tag. Never a problem on the Avengers set. Yeah. You do one movie with Ed Helms and you fuck up your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a feeling that this is going to be the one where one of the core people definitely dies. Oh, definitely Chris they, Evans. They set He's it up with him saying we don't trade lives and all this other shit. I have a feeling that he's probably going to have to get sacrificed to the Soul Stone for somebody else to wield the Soul Stone. And it'll be like, fuck you, Red Skull. Yeah. I totally think uh, Chris Evans is going to sacrifice himself, like you said. And I think I don't think they're going to kill off Robert Downey Jr. No. Um, I think he's just going to retire and have a family with yeah. Pepper Potts. Yeah, because they, didn't just, they, they set up the whole baby thing. I, I can't see them killing yeah. him off. Like, they literally already did that. Well, uh, I mean, that would be a out. very Joss Whedon thing to do. Exactly. They yeah. just did. Yeah. They did that in Ultron. It's just like I don't. I can't see them doing that again. I actually think it's probably like as much as I'd love to see them have Gamora be the one that fucks over Thanos. I actually think because of how they set it up in this one, that it has to be Tony Stark. Like yeah. So and the, like I said, we've we've seen a mold for the Gauntlet on that playing it with Peter Dinklage so they could make another gauntlet. That's not really an issue. Can they make one that's smaller so it fits over more people? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's probably going to be Tony that has to sacrifice Cap. Like, I think that's probably going to be, like, the big emotional... Also, if... And this is goes back to that whole terrible Peter Dinklage scene. Uh, if he went to him for that gauntlet, when was that? Because he had the gauntlet at the end of uh, Age of Ultron... Yeah, in the post credit scene. And that was back in what, 2013? 14? 15? 16, 17? 2014, I think. Of course, we have no idea when that post credit scene really happened. Well, like, he's re- he says, uh, I guess I'll have to do it myself. But, re- but the thing about Age of Ultron, there was not real, other than the mind gem being used, there was not anyone trying to get a soul stone in that movie what i want to know is how does or, how does or, thanos know about everything like how does he does he's he cursed have, with knowledge like does he have like the ability to see the other movies because like he mentions about how loki has cheated well, no, death many he times had the mind stone before remember he's the oh, one that yeah. gave loki the mind stone tony also got vision from the mind stone and that's why both of them are on parallel tracks of knowing all this shit that they shouldn't know but he kind of also knew stuff that happened after they already got it. Yeah. I think Thanos has, like, spies, too, you know what I mean? Like, his children to go out and find shit out for him. The one thing I wish that we could have gotten, or it could have been a one-shot or anything, was Thanos coming to Xandar. 
I can't believe that Xandar. Yeah, yeah where's, is John C. Riley okay? Xandar, I mean, the, it sets them up <laughs> for them to wife. be able to have an actual Nova character because Nova's always well, the last of the I'm, Novas. But I mean, the, the odds of him of him dying are exponentially greater now, right? Yeah. Because odds are, he went to Xandar, he probably wiped out half the planet and got the, uh, the, the gem. And then snap his fingers, and then another. Half <laughs> half are gone. So it's like all the so all the planets that he already like genocided half the people now have even less people on them. So I'm pretty sure he went to Gamora's planet at the end of the movie. I think that was the the, the location. Oh, that was the, the that was the paradise he was yeah, talking about. Yeah, I think about. he went to Gamora's planet. Like, ah, good point. Yeah, he, he also had his armor out on a scarecrow. Yeah. Well, that's the throwback yeah. because that actually happened in the comic books where he became a farmer and his armor was sitting as a scarecrow. So that's that's a little... A little you know what? There. One little mistake I noticed too while watching it the second time, and maybe this isn't a mistake, but you guys can let me know. So in the beginning when um, Ebony Maw and the cold guy go to New York and their circular ship is tearing up all the buildings, then later on when the two other children of Thanos are fighting in Scotland, they get beamed up by the same ship but that same ship isn't tearing up that city. Well, it was it was higher in the sky. It, it, it didn't land as far down. You think so? I also yeah. thought maybe they were doing yeah, that purposely. Yeah, I know. Purposely. I saw it. <laughs> That's a, yeah. yeah. I, also, I also thought maybe they were doing that purposely just to draw out Doctor Strange. But and the other thing, too, I was telling Mike was the scene where um, Thor is making his axe and he's holding out open that like that door thing and the, mm -hmm. the beams being shot through him. And he's like, ah! Mm -hmm. Um there's a small scene where his face is grimacing, and I swear to God, he had his eye patch on in that scene. And that scene, and then it goes back to his face again, and it's gone. It was like a really quick scene where his Are eye patch. Are you sure you're gone. not just thinking about the trailer footage where he you had did no, watch no. the second trailer a lot? Yeah. <laughs> I did, but I'm thinking maybe there was a scene left over from the second trailer that they forgot it's to take out. It's actually really funny thing about Thor's eye patch being like the 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 best trailer, like bait ever because in Ragnarok they hid the fact that he lost his eye in all the trailers because in those scenes where he was missing the eye he totally had it that's then, another one that's like this a, one they're just like, like oh, a here's big thing from Ragnarok and then they just give him a new eye <laughs> I, I mean I think that's perfect different colors though it's perfect how they did it though having Rocket have an obsession with prosthetics mm -hmm. just happening to have an eyeball and well, I then think, asking for the Winter Soldier for his arm. You remember, you remember, he actually wanted somebody's eye in one of the one. Was it the first Guardians when he's like, uh, "We're gonna need your eye." The, the guy had like a robotic eye, one of the Ravagers, and like Peter was like, "No, no, no it's fine." Like that actually happened in one of the movies. I don't remember for a that. Fact. The just... Rocket said he smuggled that eye out through his ass. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that and you know, the, just a little quick. Like I loved that quick little exchange between Bucky and and Rocket. <laughs> he's like, "It's not for sale." About the arm, <laughs> and it was like that was the last joke the movie got in before everything got really fucked up. Where he's like, "I'm gonna have that arm." Like, I, that was I also, a great scene too of them working together. Uh, speaking of the end, I, I enjoyed how uh, no like elaborate credit credit sequence after the movie ended. It was just white was, text on black background. It was basically a Nolan credits, kinda. Uh, very somber music, some violin playing. My theater was completely silent. Yeah, and then uh, at the yeah. end, instead of saying the Avengers will return, it says Thanos will return. In my theater, some I... girl screamed out, no! And then everyone started laughing for a second to like stop being shocked. And then <laughs> little kids went back to crying and everything. Mm. I heard a little kid crying in my theater, too. And, 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 and from the in, Also in the beginning, when Loki dies, he was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're in for a treat, kid. 
<laughs> and then you took them home with you. <laughs> Whoa. That kind of treat. What, to give them treats. Yeah, you're right. Some Rice Krispies treats. Yeah, some Tide Pods. Uh, anyway, let's uh, start wrapping this spoiler cast up. Uh, any final thoughts on Avengers? We should probably grade it. Uh, let's do a good old uh, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. So I would give the movie a 9 out of 10. What about you guys? Okay, let's do the math. So I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. So double that, I would give it a 7 out of 10. Mike? Uh oh, uh yeah, I get eight out of ten. Dan, I'd be an eight also. I think nice. There, there's there's room for it to have been better, but I mean the fact that it exists and is as good as it is already is a is a miracle. Because like think about it, this movie shouldn't happen. Like this is a movie that should have never happened. Like this whole series is something that should have never happened because no one's ever done this before to this amount of success. Mm-hmm. So. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how the MCU made the cinematic universe formula and 10 years later they're still the best at it. Cuz sometimes you have like, you know, something copy that same formula and be better at it like Oreos with Hydrox. Hey, well, no. well, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Cinematic have you did you not see the Necronomicon and Jason goes to hell? <laughs> <laughs> cinematic no, universe I, been around forever. Yeah, the Universal Monsters was the first. Yeah, do you universe. not remember Wolfman meets Frankenstein? <laughs> Uh, well, where I Bella, remember where Lugosi like, plays a blind Frankenstein. So well, that's actually because in the movie before that, a Frankenstein movie, yeah. he was blind the whole movie, but they just neglected to, to mention that. <laughs> well, when Abbott and Costello met the Wolfman, was that a crossover too? Yes. Oh, yeah, my the, God. Which is, there was the whole, uh, they meet all of them in, in that. Well, it was, uh, was it meets Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. And then. That's where they meet Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman. And the Invisible and, Man uh, who shows up at the Invisible end. Invisible Man at the very, the very end, yeah. <laughs> so do you guys think that Abbott and Costello, like, one of them disintegrated or all of them? No, they're I both dead. I'm pretty sure. First? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Costello becomes the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> um, I love how S.H.I.E.L.D. still isn't a thing in the movies. Like, the fuck Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> I think it's oh, just yeah, let's funny. Let's talk about like, the. Uh, the end credit scene real quick. I forgot about that. So Sam Jackson and Maria Hill are driving down the street and uh, they evaporate and Sam Jackson is just like, motherfucker, and then he uh, disappears. But he has a cool looking 1990s pager on it that pages the Captain Marvel symbol. So I've heard people on the internet say maybe it's paging her back in time in the 90s or it's paging her out in space. I think it's the latter. I don't think it's a time uh, pager. I, I, think, I think the best fuck you would be if... Uh, if it cut to the other pager beeping right next to a pile of dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, like, for some reason, like, Sean noticed that it was a pager and immediately yeah. knew it was going to be Captain Marvel. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, maybe this is finally where Clint gets his moment. Oh, nope. 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 <laughs> I also think it's weird that, like, Nick Fury's under... Uh, <laughs> He's supposed to be under undercover, like he's 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 yeah, supposed he to be off the grid. Yeah. He's wearing his eye patch. He's wearing his full getup. He's, he's driving in, around with Maria Hill in New York City. That was actually DC. I oh, think. was it DC? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Which is even worse. That's yeah, like still everyone. There's a shit ton of people there. Well, I mean, I suppose it's because it's what a few years later now. Uh, oh, I, he, no one he cares anymore. Because well, yeah, when he when he went into hiding, it was in Winter Soldier, right? And he just sort of shows up again in. Uh, uh, Age of Ultron, and he still has the jacket and eye patch. Um, and now this is even a couple years after that, where 
Yeah, if you look at the Agents of Shield TV show, they're sort of uh, in. They're sort of the good guys. They again. Exist, I don't know, but how, really however many agents exist. there are left, there's yeah, there's like twenty agents. That's it. Yeah. Um, and I guess maybe uh, at this point they just don't tell you, but Sam Jackson maybe comes back out of hiding and is sort of uh, like maybe he's the government liaison for the Avengers. Maybe I mean, I'm I'm pumped that we get Coulson in a movie again. And yeah, that that's all. Awesome. And Ronan. Yeah, Ronan showing up in that too. He was I, the best MCU villain next to Malekith. Yeah. <laughs> I also Back. thought it was funny how uh, in that in that after credit scene, uh, Samuel Jackson just trucks a dude trying to get back to his yeah, car. And I, I don't think that was supposed to happen, <laughs> but they just left it in there. Yeah. Also, it, it begs the question: It's like if he had that pager on him the whole time to like some powerful superhero, why didn't he use that in Avengers One? I'm thinking maybe at some point between <laughs> Avengers One and now. Captain Marvel secretly meets him and gives him the pager. Like, if you ever meet him, uh, need me. I'm I'm more me. curious why he keeps that pager in, in the back seat of his car. <laughs> yeah, keep it in your front pocket. <laughs> no, what I think is probably the the best explanation is obviously the movie Captain Marvel has to do with the Kree Scroll War, and for whatever happens there, Captain Marvel has to be out in space, like preventing something like that happening again. So she's not around like i think that's the most logical yeah i mean maybe at this point yeah it's uh it's it's no longer an earthly problem it's a universal problem so it's sort of like your shit mega powerful like yeah she's more powerful than thor that's what kevin feige said i believe it (laughs) yes i i I can't wait to see if they 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 pull off a thing where because Part of her powers, besides being able to fly and shoot energy beams and having super strength and all that stuff, is energy absorption. So, and the ability to have babies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, but basically, she get if she gets shot with anything, she can take that and turn it around and shoot it back at someone kind of like. So like Black Panther. But no, like uh, Jim Carrey in the mask when he no, gets that's shot. That's kinetic energy. <laughs> this is like straight up like like heat energy. But just like Jim Carrey crazy is if she absorbs enough she can basically turn into a supernova like obviously i don't think that's the trick they're gonna and pull. then get recruited by north korea yes but she basically ah. turns into a sun herself if she absorbs enough energy so she's pretty badass and it's brie larson so I'm hell yeah i saw the veins in her back <laughs> i don't get it she uh, there was a po- she p- posted a picture. Uh, it's just a clickbait article thing. It was like, look she's, at uh, she's how in, in shape she is, and it's literally her, uh, like uh, on. It was, she was like in a pool or something, and you just see like uh, her back muscles and all the veins popping out of her back muscles. Ripped. This doesn't Vince matter because like, she's oh, wearing yeah. a fucking leotard the whole time. Yeah, if she was more muscular, I think JBL would be into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap up the spoiler cast, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and if tell us what you thought of Avengers: Infinity War. Tweet at blah blah pod one anytime during the week. Remember our Marvel superhero. I'm sorry, our Marvel villains MCU Marvel Mayhem tournament is is uh, every Wednesday for the whole month of May, and uh, yeah, check it out. New episode should be dropping this week. Reek, <laughs> right, Sean? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, Sorry, I was trying no to speak right. English. <laughs> Sorry, Shinsuke. I was trying to say right and weak at the same time. <laughs> Didn't come out right. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, check out Blah Blah Podcast any day of the week, anytime. 
Subscribe to us on all podcast channels everywhere. Hope you liked Avengers Infinity War. Good night.